0: Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. Hi, Joshua.
1: We're going to have a really big show today.
0: <laughs> so there was a little bit of a pause there. <laughs> Louie was looking away from me when I <laughs> pointed at him. Uh, but uh, we're thankful to have him, uh, uh, our good friend Louie Rodriguez, host of Rodriguez Rants. Uh, we've just we got a couple more segments coming out this uh, upcoming week. Uh, we, we've already got them taped, so we'll get them to you here soon. And... Uh, Next to me, um, the host of The Laughing Libertarian. Let him know how mad you are that his Facebook page has been taken down. Comment, 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 and go after Facebook. I mean, uh,
2: or even just let me know how mad you are. I mean, for me not making a yeah. show for a month.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got to get you back in the chair. We're going to let him know. Uh, but Alan McFarland, thank you for joining us, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Insert crowd noise here. Hi. Uh, Wait. <laughs> wave at camera. Look at Josh. <laughs>
3: All right. Not supposed to read that part. <laughs> <laughs> One repeat take. the line. Repeat the line. ramble uh, always <laughs> likes you. And then you got to ramble incoherently for. Uh, well, that's
2: okay. what the next hour and a half is going.
3: Yeah. To. Oh, okay.
0: Right. <laughs> so the guy rambling across from me <laughs> and bringing a message uh, this week, uh, also returning. Uh, a good friend of the show, and uh, hopefully future Revolver Broadcasting, uh, uh, well, member, Jeremy Hess. Thank you for joining us, sir.
3: Good to be here, again. That's <laughs> the second time. We've got to get a three-friend there, you know? Yeah. Go for the, the three-win. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes, though.
0: It's always good to have you. Um, yeah, it's good to be here, man. Um, now, just before we get things kicked off, uh, I do want to remind everybody that, you know, we've, we've talked about Alan's show. We've talked about Louis' show. We do have a, a, a fourth show, uh, aside from the show. It, it's, uh, he was here on the last episode, uh, Danny Tippett. He didn't so. come to work this week. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, he'll be recording uh, his, his newest episode uh, this, this uh, coming week, and uh, it's going to be on video. So what is the truth about, dot, 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 with Danny Tippett. Um, so make sure that you uh, check that out. Uh, well, we're going to put it on Facebook, YouTube, uh, you know, uh, Rumble, for sure, check it out on Rumble the most, you know, because that's where that's how we get paid, if you check it out on Rumble, all of our shows. And uh, make sure that you uh, download it on the audio podcast as well, because, you know, while you're working, you might you need something good to listen to. And, yeah.
2: Because if they don't, they're not only missing a great message, but they're also missing a, a pretty spectacular beard.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Epic beard. It's, it's, it's very epic. It's epic. epic. Yeah. It <laughs> sure is. The, <laughs> the artwork does not capture the epicness of his beard. It's It's phenomenal. <laughs>
0: So yeah, uh, and share, sharing is caring. Yes. All right, bills are paid. Jeremy, you've got Woo. a uh, title for us and then a prayer.
3: Yep. So uh, the title we were going with today, um, kind of this is kind of based off of something you had said. Um, we'd talked about the first time I came, it was uh, about fear. Yeah. And I figured, hey, you know, we got a lot of that going around and we talk about it a lot because, I mean, there's legit reasons not to be afraid, but to... Fear what's going on around us. Um,
0: yeah, we talked about it on last episode. Victory yeah. Victory over fear. Yeah. Danny, victory over fear. Good
3: message. So, uh, my title tonight is called Hope Guaranteed. Hmm. Hope Guaranteed. Um, I kind of learned a little bit something. I guess that's the important part about reading the Bible. You learn stuff. <laughs> 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 I remember things too. So, you know, got that going yeah, for me. But This, uh, this guy's fancy. <laughs> <I> know, remembering <laughs> um, stuff. I went to two and a half years of college. <laughs> oh, look, look at you! Careful now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't wave my uh, paperwork in front of you. But anyways, but yeah, um, title I have is uh, "Hope Guaranteed" is the title. So, uh, without further ado, without further ado, opening prayer. We'll open open with some prayer. The Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this evening. Thank you, Lord, for those who are with us today. We ask your blessing upon this time we have together. pray, Lord, that you would uh, open our eyes, open our ears to what you would have us to hear. Um, We know there's a lot going around in our country, a lot of things that uh, um, have uh, opened on a lot of questions in our minds about what's going on. And uh, it's good to know that as uh, Christians, as people of faith, that we can put our trust in somebody who knows everything that's going on, um, that can take care of each and every situation we come up against. And so, Lord, we just uh, lift this up before you ask your blessing upon this evening, upon this podcast, and to each one who is here and not here. And we thank you and praise you for all that you've done, all you're doing, and all you're going to do in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Lord.
3: And that was their show. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: done Phil Louie with the spirit now. There you go. He's going to start doing cartwheels in the, in the aisle ways there.
3: <laughs> so, uh... I think the the, uh, the way I like to start this tonight is uh, I'm going to kind of ask a question uh, to everybody here. Um, I'll give you a little chance to think about it real quick. Um, we're going to go through some scripture, obviously, um, but the question is: uh, when is um, when there has been there? Yeah, I can talk. When has there been a moment it was where a Biden moment? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? Uh, when has there been a moment for you where? you had hope in something that actually came through. like, And then is there a moment where you had hope in something and it fell through, it didn't pan out the way you thought, or it made you think twice about putting your hope on something ever again? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's been into that situation. but uh, So that's my question, so I'll kind of put that out there for you guys to think about. Um, but the main, um, not, not the key verse, I actually left the key verse Towards the end of this, okay, um, I felt like it encapsulated everything that we're going to be talking about. Um, so the first verse I'm starting in uh, is uh, Romans 15:4, and I'm going to be reading from the NIV. Okay. Um, so Romans 15:4 says, "For everyone that was oh, sorry, everything that was written in this in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance." Taught in the scriptures and the uh, encouragement that provides, oh, they provide, we might have hope. So it's talking about putting our hope in the scripture, putting our hope in the word. Um, and of course, when we talk about the word, I actually brought a study Bible. Um, a study Bible. I don't think they caught that on audio. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I have a study Bible that I got a while back, and uh, a lot of things that Hey, I don't have answers to every question that I come across when I read the Bible, but uh, it's God's Word. I believe that is uh, inherent to who God is. Um, we find a lot of truth, even for people maybe that don't read the Bible or maybe don't put their faith in the Bible. Uh, there's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of knowledge that you can get from Alan,
0: Alan has questions.
3: Oh no, he said put
2: your faith in the Bible. And I was having a Mike Tyson moment. I was trying to figure out if he was saying put your face in the Bible or put your faith in the Bible.
3: <laughs> Both. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Put your faith put your
3: faith in the Bible. Put your faith in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a Thor subject. <laughs> but uh for everything, yeah. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. Um, I know as uh as a student, my favorite subject was history, social studies. Um, I think that was back when they actually taught, you know, actual history instead of a watered down, you know, version that we see a lot of right now. Uh, and of course, I was a I was a history buff, so I could learn. Uh, watched a lot of movies that delved into certain aspects of our our history as Americans, our American history. That I didn't know. I'm um, still learning a lot of things about our country, about where we've come from, about what we have done to help others, to help other countries, and to help even the people within our borders uh, to draw closer as a people. Um, and of course, we, you know, we'll probably be talking about about some of that today. But uh, it's just amazing to me, you know, that our history can teach us things. I know a lot of people don't look to the history that not only our country's history, but our world history and look at and see a lot of things that, hey, we don't want to do that. We don't want to make that choice. We don't make want to make those bad decisions again. So we look to those for wisdom, for understanding, so we don't make the same mistake twice. Yeah. Um, but obviously this, when um, and this specifically was talking about like Old Testament history, um, and it was a tradition for uh, the Jewish race to pass down pretty much scriptures, everything um, via word, spoken word, and writing. And so that's what they're talking about. And uh, And uh, like I said, so through that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement, that uh, encouragement they provide, we might have hope. So we're finding that the word provides us with the hope that we need. Um, And the reason I say guaranteed, we're kind of going to get into that in a little bit, but um, putting your hope in something. And so that goes to the question that I had asked a little bit earlier, and we can go around the table, whoever wants to start out. But um, for me, putting hope in something was uh, when I went to boot camp and putting in my hope in the instructors teaching me, you know, how to become a Marine. That's not something that you can just inherit you know, over a week. Uh, It's not just something that, oh, I understand everything about everything. It was three months intense training, and I had to trust that and hope, put hope in those drill instructors, the senior drill instructors, any personnel that, uh, senior um, personnel of rank, uh, knew what they were doing. They were giving us the proper food, proper training, proper knowledge. Uh, Weapons handling was important. So for me, that was, putting hope in that and saying, okay, I'm just going to do what they say. I'm going to, you know, be very aware of what's going on. I don't want to go through this again because you can get recycled, and that means you go through it for three more months if they need to. And uh, so I had to put in my hope in these guys that they knew what they were doing. And uh, I got to that place where they handed you the Eagle Globe and Anchor in front of the Iwo Jima Monument because they have one in Paris Island. It's very much as the same as the one that's in Washington D.C., just smaller, but I mean that's that was something else. It was quite the experience, but I mean that hope paid. I felt like that hope paid off for me. Um, as far as I'd have to think about when it didn't pay off, <laughs> uh, going through a divorce. I guess that's that'll take away some of your hope. Like oh my goodness, um, that'll hurt you pretty deeply. Um, so that hurt, and uh, I had to regain some of that, some of that you know, trust and that hope that I had lost at that point. Um, and it took a little while. It took a while to get back some of the confidence, some of that hope that I had in the future. And uh, so I think that's probably m- my two as far as in the yin and yang of
1: hope for me. So
3: I don't know if you want to start it off or, Louie?
1: You want me to start it off? Yes, Louie. Go ahead, Louie. My Louie. hope was when they drafted me to be in the Army, but they told me no because you got a four F, and I said, well, "How many? I fell four times." They said, "Yeah, you got flat feet. You got to go." Hmm. They didn't accept me. Hmm. That was tore my hope up.
3: Yeah, I don't
0: do it. When did it work out for you, though? You've had you've had some good stuff happen. You have had some good stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Finding I'm finding, still trying uh, to find out. finding God was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we've talked about it a lot on the show, but you know, when that weight lifted out of the room, buddy,
1: that was that was hope abound a bound hope restored. Abound. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But Wonderful. I
1: always believed in God, you know. Yeah, but but I I would definitely would like to meet him, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk to him personally. I don't want to do that when I die. I would like to do it when I'm alive.
3: <laughs> it would
1: be neat. It yes, would be. It would be. My turn?
3: Yeah. Yes, sir. It's
2: the sharing circle. The sharing
3: Where's circle. Where's the stick?
2: <laughs> I need the stick.
3: I can't speak without the stick. Well, we've got, we've got they, cowbells. They say sharing is caring. So.
2: I was wondering, the Marines, do they? at what point do they give you your
3: crayons? <laughs> they they don't issue. You have to buy your crayons. You have to buy your own crayons. Well, they they don't know what your favorite flavor is. I was I was I was always <laughs> the, blue, <laughs> the blue one. I thought I was going to red. Actually, kind of the aquamarine it was like the that's, you know that that's green, a good mixture. Yeah, green blue. So earthy. Like, yeah, earthy. It's like, I mean, that's probably why I love you know uh, the Baja Blast so much. <laughs> that's fair because it shares the same color
2: as the <laughs> <aquamarine> crayon. <laughs> so my
3: my hope that.
2: Faded. Um, I went through all of the training to become an IMT. That I went through a lot of training to learn how to speak. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> another Biden moment here. It's a. Uh, um, so <laughs> I went through everything I had to to become a police officer here in Indianapolis. It ended up being 18 months, and I know journey. Yeah, That's how, how I even felt about it. Bummed her out, right? and uh, they wow. had they needed 83 people. They had over 5,000 applicants. Oh, so instead f- of it being a very short. Uh, Short testing span, it ended up being 18 months Wow! of just all kinds of, of neat little tests that they would throw in there and, and do duplicate tests to make sure you're staying up on all kinds of things. Made it in the 83. I was super pumped, right? Like I worked my butt off. I got there. I was a little cocky also <laughs> because of that. But then when I went in, uh, got fingerprinted for my my police carry, sat down and they told me I was going to have to work nights. And uh, I knew that was that was a potential. I knew there was a possibility for that. And I have my daughter every night. And she was little at the time. And I said, come on, there has to be something we can do here. I mean, like, again, because I'm arrogant at this point, right? I'm like, I'm one of the 83. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like, you had 5,000 people. You're going to choose one of them because they can work a night shift? I was better than them. <laughs> <You> know, <that's, laughs> and, and so he just looked at me and said, Hey, we all have our crosses to bear. We See, all have now our what problems.
3: Com- what color crayons did they issue? Because I, I mean it sounds I very didn't get smooth. that far. Well, and, oh wow. They
0: were better at grabbing donuts at night.
3: That's right. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so he basically told With me crayon shavings. He, he basically told me
2: I had to go through a year of working nights before I could file a grievance and get switched to days. Wow. So I had to I, I had to walk away from the career that I really wanted. And um, anybody who knows me, I have a really strong protective sense. I love this city. Um, and I, that's something I just wanted to do so badly, yeah. but I had to walk away because it was it. you know, I can't get daycare, I can't get nightcare, I can right. get daycare, I can't get nightcare. So um, that one didn't obviously work out, which was fine, it's okay. And honestly, that was probably 2012, 2011, somewhere on there. So I'm, I'm a little happy after seeing 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't have to deal with that because there's no way on earth I was going to sit there and get pelted with rocks and water right. bottles, frozen water bottles, and go. It's okay, everybody. Just stay off the stairs. No what,
0: no. what is this thing that happened in 2020? I don't know. I don't
2: know. Was there something that happened? It was a disturbance in the force.
3: No, we're we're more worried about that January thing. That <laughs> oh, that happened. thing that happened in January. Yeah, snow. I know. Right, snow. Is there's that what happened? Snow. And I think there was a Viking dude. Oh, it was uh, the open house. No. Yeah. That's it what it was. It was the open house. Open yeah. house. Yeah. Where, they had, they had snacks. Open house committee. had a whole, they you have. know, whole table of was McDonald's really nice there too. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> French fries and hamburgers. And.
2: and the thing that worked out, um, also revolves around 2020. Actually. Uh, I've never been laid off. I've never been unemployed as an adult. Mm. And, um, I switched jobs right before COVID happened and, course obviously couldn't foresee that so I lost my job was completely freaked out for like a week because I had no idea what I was going to do I've never been unemployed mm. luckily I had savings but what COVID taught me was um it, it taught me how to better use my money and I don't mean like skimp on things I did I bought canned goods like crazy we lived on canned goods for a while right but then it taught me how to invest my money because the market dropped and allowed me to start investing and, and making my money work for me Nice. And so, and that's something that's going to carry from, carry with me. And I have to say that was like, I hoped su- to survive and instead I thrived nice. during COVID. So anyway, I could talk all day. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> oh, you're making some good stories, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, okay. Well,
3: well, we'll move on to the next. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> uh, let me get a swig of water here.
3: Yeah, okay. no problem. Always Loading up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Batter up. No, you uh, could have done that this whole time. But. Could've, I could have.
0: I <laughs> could have. And I had to build the suspense Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for people, nothing. it will probably be the worst stories of all, apparently all of people them.
3: love suspense.
0: <laughs> oh, the suspense. I hope it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel so happy inside. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I think, um, as far as hoping, uh, for something and it worked out, uh, and it worked out, um, beyond belief. I, I want to go with two things. First of all, uh, my wife saying yes all those years ago when I asked her to marry me. Oh.
3: because yeah, she's in the background, by the way. She's she's, she's producing our sound night, produce. But yeah.
0: I but I'm not doing it just for brownie points. I really mean it because I mean <laughs> I was legitimately scared. I remember we we went on the the canal downtown Indianapolis. Uh, cloudless night, that's full moon. It, I mean the, the sky was looking gorgeous. For I mean for downtown with all the even with all the the uh, light pollution and everything, it was it was great. And, uh, and my younger brother and his girlfriend at the time were with us and I told him what I was going to go do. And they're like, okay, well, we'll walk off and do our own thing over here. And I, I get Laura over to a a bench where we're by ourselves and I'm talking to her and I'm just shaking. And she's like, what's going on?
3: (laughs) Are you dying? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, uh, I didn't, I didn't have any money, so I didn't have a ring to give her, but I did have a, a ring that I wore all the time. So. Um, I, I took that ring off and I got down on one knee and she started crying. So I thought, well, this is a good sign. And, uh, I was hopeful. So, uh, yeah, uh,
1: I asked that's her That's a good
3: thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Could been, it could have been bad. She could have said no. <laughs> yeah, she could have, she could have said have no. And that's all hope. Uh, yeah. That would have and lost her all hope. Hope
2: would have tanked. Just uh, tossed yourself in the canal at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I can't <laughs> take that like splash. Home, like Homer in the bushes, you're just like. And <laughs> <laughs> we had
0: only been dating for a month at that point when I asked her, but I just, I, I just knew through and through this was the girl that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I just, I just knew. Um, uh, well, and my mom knew before I did. Yeah, because uh, Laura came to pick me up for our first date because I didn't drive then. I actually didn't get my driver's license until the age of nineteen, but. Uh, I just put it off because, you know, I could, t- I could just ask my friends wherever I wanted to go. Hey, I want to go here. And they go, okay. Saving all that car insurance. Yeah. In gas. <laughs> right. How stupid I mean. No, but uh, yeah, she comes, picks me up. And uh, my uh, my parents, is, you know, and my mom looks out the uh, front picture window and she sees Laura first. And she goes, oh, Joshua, that's the <laughs> one. And, you know, young teenage me goes, Pfft, whatever, mom. <laughs> Typical. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, you know. One Month later, I'm like, marry me.
3: Yeah, (laughs) oh my gosh.
0: So, yeah, that was uh, that was a great time, uh, for for hope to work out. Um, hope not working out. Um, oh, uh, well, before I get to that, the other thing, hope working out where we're sitting right now. I've talked about that before, but basement, yes, in the The basement, basement. in the studio. You always
2: wanted a basement.
0: Yeah, I did always want a basement. (laughs) <laughs> but <And Kate. laughs> so that is the world is quite... not complete without oh, wow, a uh, yeah um certainly
3: but <laughs> especially a dank one but Gotta
0: sitting in this place. studio and we've got this you know um community of people that are willing to come here and and do this show week in and week out and um and not only that but like after we launched this battleship i mean we had laughing libertarian shortly thereafter and we had and then we had two battleships in the water we're like this is great let's build a company. And then we're like, let's launch another show. And, and Rodriguez rants, we had another battleship going and I'm like, okay, well, and you know, and Danny started talking with me and he was like, Oh, let's do a show with him too. And so, yeah. Um,
2: we need to diversify our fleet. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, I where's was, the carrier at? Yeah, a carrier, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to
0: protect this carrier. <laughs>
2: I
3: was just uh, gonna say that. Uh, well, we got you know, ships to protect the carrier. We got no carrier though. Uh, however That'll you want to look fine. at,
0: however you want to look at it, we're <laughs> we're definitely all in the water together, and, and we're definitely taking care of business. And and uh, yeah, that's that's hope. All the hope that I need is to know that these uh, shows keep going on. And um, it was way bigger than I ever thought it would be. I thought it would just be just this show, and we'd have twelve whole viewers, and that would be it. Um, instead so we
2: have 11 and a half
0: <laughs> 11 and a half for each and every show and uh, we stayed 30. on float <laughs> we
3: yeah. didn't drown someone's little kid watches us i mean it's pretty amazing
0: i think i think loss of hope would be uh, um, two things one thing not necessarily directly affecting I said me but only did one directly thing. <laughs> directly affecting the company uh, <laughs> was knowing that uh, the laughing libertarian facebook page had gotten taken down that hurt me like uh, I it just sent me into like a like a rage, mm. um, but it took it took some hope away from me, and I thought, man, Facebook just can't just can't help help themselves, can they? They, they just can't help don't themselves. me a break, and mm. uh, there's lots of words that I'd like to say, but I cannot say that on this program for sure.
2: I can say i on mine. <laughs>
0: yeah, so yeah, so that next episode, <laughs> that you've would
3: got be <laughs> fa- faith, family, and politics at night, <laughs> minus the faith. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: politics. that was
2: that was brutal, but I, I don't want to like harp on that. I just. You know it is what it is. I if you don't have people hating on you, you're not doing anything, right? Yeah. If you if you're not drawing attention from people who don't like you, then you're not drawing attention.
1: Yeah, at least you're on the other shows, you know? Right? At yeah. least
2: you guys are nice enough to let me on the other shows. Thank you. <laughs> I just have to watch my language. I understand.
0: <laughs> no, be a good boy. <laughs> no, not not be nice. He's gonna throw something at me, <laughs> for sure. Just water. Uh, <laughs> no uh, i I appreciate alan's uh humor and and and, and I yeah so to see that it, it yeah that that crushed me that was that was a that was a loss of some hope but I think uh after we we do some uh some workarounds and we get some um emails sent out i, th- I think we might be able to get things reversed and cool yeah I, we're gonna keep fighting the good fight we're gonna fight Absolutely. like hell I mean or <laughs> I'll we'll start a second one say. I don't care huh?
2: i'm- I'd be kicking around starting a second one, yeah just coming back out,
0: yeah, the laughing libertarian. Two, <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it
3: around,
1: you oh, still ahead. on YouTube, right? Yeah, YouTube yeah, Rumble. Yeah, I haven't gotten Rumble. a strike on there yet.
3: That's pretty amazing for YouTube. I was I was kind of surprised by that. I was like, I was expecting them to jump on it first, right? Like, wait you a do don't
0: second. like that word here. What word? <laughs>
3: Any of them? It's, oh, imp- it's it.
1: impressive <laughs> that you've gotten to nineteen episodes, Alan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Facebook not having you is their loss.
3: He yeah. knows Thank nothing.
2: <laughs> All right, go ahead. I know you've been really just chomping at yeah, the bit. I've, over been, here.
3: I've been patient with Josh, so <laughs> you know how that goes. Well, you know, I got to be the center of
0: attention. No, that
2: would have been awesome <laughs> if you'd have waited till he started and been like. And then there was other ho- this other hope. <laughs> I was waiting for it.
3: Go and ahead, and I'll kick him off the show.
1: <laughs> that went the attention.
2: Laura will. So. Laura will still be hired, and Josh will be fired. <laughs> <everyone else>. <laughs> <laughs> what a anyway. turnaround!
1: Yes,
3: no show. Do it to it. So, uh, and then the there was this verse. other thing. Wow, where'd you get that idea from? <laughs> Thanks from your, from your crayon box. I'm not laughing. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> it's, fine. it's okay. Therefore, since we have, oh yeah, it's final verse here. Okay, final, same final, as, final chapter. Same I had to, had to skip some because we kind of went over time on that. But no,
0: you, can, you can keep you can keep working. Just keep moving forward. Well, yeah. That's all
3: right. This one, this one encompasses pretty much the whole thing that I wanted to bring out. So first starts off Romans five um and it's going to be 1 through 5. Therefore, so we'll start with the first verse. Therefore, since we ha- we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through the Lord through our Lord Jesus Christ. So it mentions peace. Um I think that goes hand in hand with hope. Uh I know we've we've been through some very difficult times up until recently uh in the Middle East. Um my brother and I were kind of there at the start of that back in uh, 2000, um, 2003, 2002. Um, it wasn't, the, it wasn't what we had hoped to see, but, um, you know, any kind of piece, sometimes that's a good piece. Um, having our guys, you know, our men back home, men and women. Uh, I think we – there was things we could have done different, but – um, we always try to fight for peace. That was That's the big thing with this country that I, I like, that we seek to uh, try to instill peace or at least, you know, provide a peaceful existence or coexistence with others. We don't seek to dominate unless it's, you know, the Olympics or something like that. But uh, so, yeah, peace. Uh, and, you know, we've had a lot of times where even in peacetime we've had, you know the military show up. Um, my brother was down in Haiti when they had their earthquake, and he said the greatest thing they saw was you know uh, navy vessels come in with uh, marines uh, loaded with supplies, food supplies, water supplies, everything they could have needed, medical supplies. I mean, it was it ran the gamut. But um, him being you know a marine, uh, non-active at that time uh, down there, he said that was just a, you know hopeful feeling and uh, bring. Brought a little bit of peace to the to the situation, um, but I think again it comes to with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're connecting that, you know, we're connecting yeah. that to the Word because God, you know, the Word is you know with God, and the Word it you know was God or is God. So uh, we have peace through God. Um, the Second verse says, "Through whom we have gained uh, access by faith into this grace in which we now stand." And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. So we're boasting in the hope. And the difference between hope that we're used to in this world, this is this is what I kind of was like, wow, it sparked in my head. The difference between the hope that we see in this world, um, people put hope in money, um, put in, in other people, in government. Um, for Christians, people who believe in, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's a guaranteed hope. That's that was where that title came from. It's not just oh, I hope it works. It was a hope that is I know it's going to be fulfilled. Um, it may not happen the way I think. It may not happen the way that I hope it does, but it's going to happen one way or the other. There's going to be something that takes place that fulfills the hope that we had, that I have in my heart, or that a Christian or a believer has in their heart. And so that was what you know, because when we say hope in this world, it's like, oh, I hope this works out. I hope this thing, you know, you just there's no guarantees in this world in this life. And uh, with God, at least we know there's hope that is there's a guarantee to that. Um, When we leave this world for the next, um, we have a hope that I feel, you know, through faith will be fulfilled, and that is the hope of seeing friends, loved ones who've gone before, and meeting Jesus face-to-face, face, meet, um, meeting God the Father, um, and seeing, you know, what comes after this, you know, and uh, like I said, we see a lot of troubles and trials and problems. I mean, we could probably go around the table and talk about, and we're not going to, but we could we could go around the table. I wonder why. Yeah. But we could go around the table and talk about the things that Oh man, I just you know I just got some worries, I got some concerns because you know we're probably going to talk about that in the politics area, but it's like you know how, you know what can we do there, you know we can't put our hope in this group because now this person's let us down or that person or this you know political group or you know this entity or you know oh I just got laid off or you know I had to leave this job it was a really good job but it's just the management there are things that have let us all down. And we can see a lot of people going through difficult times. I mean, we have droughts going on. We have, I mean, fires. We've had uh, flooding. I mean, it just runs the gamut of things that we've seen uh, politically, socially, you know, economically that are just like, oh, my goodness, what is happening? And why aren't people doing, doing? you know, the people that are in power, why aren't they doing more to try to curb this? Because it's not just hurting us. It's not hurting the middle class. It's hurting the middle class and everybody below that it's it you know it rolls downhill yeah. and so we just want to have that hope that our government gets their act together and figures this yeah. out and works together to try to curb it that, and, that's a not lot, happen, and a lot happened though and no, most more more often than not it's more just like oh business as usual
0: how much more can they take
3: yeah i mean it <laughs> was lot. like i remember after 911 uh it was like maybe for a week maybe less where it was like, oh, we're going to work together. And then it just, I mean, it went right back to, you know, all the infighting and the, you know, it's like, oh, wow, that was <laughs> that was over quickly. But, uh, but yeah. Um, so let me finish this off. Uh, so verse 3, it says, not only so, um, and we're talking about the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering um, produces perseverance, and uh, I can speak to that personally. Um, I've been through. I wouldn't say. I mean, I've been had some bad situations. I've I've known people that have gone through worse situations. But um, yeah, perseverance. I mean, again, we go back. Go back to my Marine Corps experience. You had to persevere. If if you didn't stick to it, you're you're done. You know, you're going back. Going going back through that whole thing again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't all sunshine and roses. I don't know if you've ever seen the poster. It's like, you know, we don't promise you sunshine and roses. It's a Marine Corps poster, and it's a drill instructor. He has this look like. I'm going <laughs> to eat your face. But it's like, uh, but what they do is through all the suffering, the pain, the physical pain, you know, the exhaustion, you know, everything that you go through, uh, you learn that, man, there's a lot more to who I am and what I what i am capable capable of than I thought. And so I think I can do this, you know. And then it goes from that to, I know I can do this. And that's where you talk about that pride thing. You probably understand that, where you get to a point where it's like, they said, do this. Before you'd be like, nah. But the, with the training and with the, you know, them getting you to that point mentally where you're just like, I got this. And you do it, it's like, see? Okay. Well, and then you go from that step on. But it takes a lot to get to that point, you know, um, for anything. I mean, bodybuilding, you know, working out, you know, getting back in shape. (laughs) There's going to be pain. I know if I get back to that point where I'm starting to get back into shape, it's going to be pain. And uh, But I know through that, perseverance, and you get stronger, you get more adept at it. So, yeah, perseverance. But, uh, yeah, suffering. We don't often equate that with perseverance. But And then perseverance, uh, through that you get character, and character, hope. So, I mean... Each of us is a character in our own way. Um, funny <laughs> in ways, but uh but there's character to each person. We've all we've all been through things. I mean, anybody uh, within the sound of voice or watching uh, can talk to things that have you know changed them. Some ways, yeah, there's gonna be some rough times and it's gonna be there's bad things encompassed with that, but there's also a growth, a maturity that you gain or you hope to gain. Um, through the circumstances, the suffering, and that perseverance, and then that character, and then when you get that character, that's where that hope comes in. It's like being a Christian is very similar to that. It's not something that you just oh I got this figured out within a day. Always learning, always going through Scripture, always you know like learning about you know the difference between hope in God and hope in the world. It's a you know it's like a big gap between the two. Putting your hope in God is putting something, you know, hope into something guaranteed to pay off in some way, shape, or form. There's going to be something that happens, and it's going to just change your life for the better. Is there going to be bad times? Certainly. Always. I mean, we, we live in a fallen world. Everybody goes through bad times. I mean, we've seen a lot of that the past couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness. But, uh, you know, there's still hope because it's like we got through this, and now we go on to the next thing. So again, that goes to hope. And then hope, this is the final verse, verse 5, and hope does not go up, uh, does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So we talk about the Holy Spirit that was given to those who lived through or existed after Jesus had come and spoken and preached and shown miracles and died and then ended up being raised from the dead and then we had the disciples and then we had you know the church grow from that um so it all came from them being filled with the holy spirit the holy spirit is a way that god connects to each one of us individually and as sometimes as a group so knowing we can put our hope in a god who just doesn't just leave us to our own resources uh he is always there to listen, to help, to give healing, to give instruction, to give whatever we whatever our need is, we know we have that hope that God has that whatever we may need in the in the future, not only in the present but in the future, we know that we have a guaranteed, something is guaranteed to happen that is going to be like, like how it worked out that I got the job that I have now and that I'm living where I'm at now and it just worked out that I'm closer to where I where I'm working. Yeah. And that situation, I could not have planned that out if I tried. Yeah, Jimmy has
0: to put put up with me all day long. We work together That's why it's time.
3: like I don't want to hear him talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. Alan, I was something to say.
2: Your one verbal miscue there was fantastic. Being a, you know, a big two A guy, you said a, a future and I was like, Oh, I love it. Him pew pew and the future.
3: Man, yeah. I love it. That's a mess. That's it's, a map. That's a Biden in. Bidenism. <laughs> <laughs> back, back to the yeah, future. That's the future. No, not the future. The, the the other thing in the in the in the before time.
0: I would love to see that movie though. Back to the future.
3: Back to the future. Like <laughs> <it>. pew pew.
0: <laughs>
3: as yeah. long as they got the, uh, the Nintendo gun. Well, that's, instead that's, of, that's, instead that's of one point
0: twenty one gigawatts, though, I think that they'll yeah. be like, it's a two two three. Yeah. <laughs> <Great> Correct, <laughs>
3: But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was the message I felt like I needed to bring. You know, we, even, even if, like I said, even for people who don't believe, you know, sometimes we look around the world and we can lose hope. I know, we're, we're engaging right now. But uh, and we can lose hope. It's easy to lose hope. It's easy to look around us and feel hopeless. Meet my gaze. I'm learning from you. Oh, are you? Okay. <laughs> So, so this is what we're going to talk about. But uh, the hopelessness that we feel off times um, stems from something that's out of our control. Uh, again, I've been in that situation a couple times. Um, losing my grandpa back in 06 was something that was completely out of my control. Uh, did not expect to see that that soon. Um, and it was, it was a difficult time. Uh, I learned a lot about myself, uh, learned a lot about my family. We drew closer as a family. Um, but it was, you know, through that time, you know, just being able to draw closer to family it was it was amazing to see how that how that worked out. I mean, we were close before, it was just there was that just, you know, connected us even more. So there's always something or someone that, you know is there. You know, and I th- and I feel like even as as a Christian, I feel like God puts people in other people's paths. Uh, even believers, specifically believers, uh, they put us in the path of those who maybe have lost hope. Um, my brother, being like I said, down in Haiti during the earthquake, my sister-in-law was a nurse, um, and she worked like tirelessly. They had just opened a clinic tirelessly for people that traveled you know, hours to get there. And then we're talking broken legs, you know, busted up limbs. I mean, it ran the gamut. And they said it was just amazing to have doctors, you know, fly in and walk and just end up in their area like, hey, do you guys need help? And it's like, yes. And they had a clinic. (laughs) And the doctor's like, well, I just heard there was, you know, People in need, and just knew there were people in need. and I just, and it was just random acts of kindness, yeah. and people just somehow out of the blue just ending up in that area and being able to help those people. And it was just I couldn't imagine the being the people that were showing
0: up, like like of course we do, we we need help. You, you, you see what's <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: here? No, I was like, what a coincidence! Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we uh, happen to have. Pleasure. How did you know? I
2: was picturing someone walking to the clinic because of a sore throat. And on the way, they broke their leg. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, "No, <laughs> no!" And it was totally the earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: coughed a little bit, closed their eyes as they coughed, tripped over a piece of concrete.
0: <laughs> this means my insurance covers it, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: insurance? What's that? <laughs> what but, is uh, this thing? but it was amazing. Some of the stories they told us about it, and again, it was it restored uh, the hope. Because I mean, like I said, my brother was driving people all the time. Uh, you know, falling asleep, not, not at the wheel, but you know, from, <laughs> no. and oh, that's sp- why most of them went to the clinic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the truck didn't fare so well either, but, uh, but you know, falling asleep during the travel, someone else would be driving, he'd be, you know, in the back, but he was just like, we got to get as, you know, as much help as we can. But it was just amazing to see, you know, people that supported them sending money, sending whatever they could to try to help, you know, get medical supplies. Um, they had to get, you know, um x-ray machines down there to see what's going on. Um, at one point, they got um, all sorts of equipment that was donated. And, uh, again, it was just one of those things that was like, it restored my hope, you know, in humanity. You know, there's things that we hear about daily. Journey's
0: trying really hard to be a part of the show. She, is,
3: <laughs> she does not want to stay still. But it's it's amazing to see, you know, how people can, transform other people's lives just by being there just by being there to listen to help in any way possible and uh so hey we talk about family nice transition right yeah. we talk about family um i mean there's a lot of times where we look to our family for hope you know um my parents have supported me my i'm sorry my brother and i um before i went in the marines during our time in the marines and uh, it was just amazing to me to see other guys that just, they wouldn't get letters, they wouldn't get boxes, nothing. So my mom would send extra stuff, you know, and I'd be able to share that with the guys around me. Like, hey, I got this extra food. It wouldn't be anything that was homemade by my grandma, <laughs> but, you know, I got, you know, all this candy and all this other stuff. Um, but well, was,
0: I, can, I can vouch for how sweet your mom is because I, 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 I got to meet her <laughs> for a short period of time. Right. So, so like, she, uh, she gave me one of the... Tightest hugs I've ever had in my life yep. <laughs> since she that's, met
3: me. I said Italian blood right there. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. We, we hug. Yeah. If you don't like it, get out of here.
0: But a uh, very, very very sweet woman. So Yeah. Vouch for how, how great she is.
3: Yep. And that was, you know, talk about, you know, we uh, my mom went through a scare a uh, couple times, actually, but most recently this past week. And, uh, you know, she's doing good now. she got medicine, doctor's. Helped her out, but it was a bit scary, you know, uh, you kind of like, oh, you know, it's like, okay, now I'm, you know, I'm hoping in you, Lord, that you're going to take care of this. <laughs> and it took a lot of faith to say, you know, I'm just going to, I'm not going to fly all the way up there and make sure she's okay. I'm just going to trust that, you know, my dad's there. We got people, you know, fam- family and friends around, but, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. hope, hope rewarded right there because they they were able to take care of that. So and we've
0: had a lot to pray about this week. Too, yeah, um, at get, work. Yeah. yeah, so Our, our good friend ja- uh, Jackson, friend of the show. Yep. Um, his father-in-law, Denny, who, whom we've prayed about on the show before. Um, they're still waiting for him to wake up from a coma. So um, we, we prayed uh, over him earlier this week, uh, Jeremy and I and Jackson and all together and. And man, I, I got hit with the Holy Spirit. I I feel like something something good's gonna happen there. I really do. Um, and then um, guy I grew up with, uh, Daniel Rector, his his father Donald Rector uh, found out uh, some some uh, some rough news, and I don't want to uh, give away uh, too much of that because I don't know how much he, he would want me to talk about. But I know that his father needs prayer, right? And a lot of it. Um, yeah. Because it's very, very rough, and uh, no one should have to go through what he's going through. And, uh, yeah, I just feel for him. So uh, m- make sure that you you pray for, for Daniel Rector and his father and, yeah. uh, and Denny as well um, yep. to wake up the, from that coma and have many years to be on this earth and spend it with family and friends.
3: Yep. So like I said, that was my message. Maybe we went a little over,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's all right though, but uh yeah.
3: but I think you know, in this day we and shared age, stories and stuff so yeah it, you know. we you know we we gotta look for hope where we can sometimes um, like I said, people of faith maybe you know maybe they have questions about Christianity or the Bible or you know what our faith encompasses, and that's what we're here for that's that's as Christians, we're there to share you know hope, healing, you know, comfort, Whatever we can do to help others around us, you know, be a good neighbor, um, be a good friend. Um, that's, that's what we try to do for others. And uh, I know a lot of people, I mean, talk about, you know, police officers, firemen, you know, rescue personnel, guys that put their lives on the line. That's, you know, I mean, 9-11, you talk about giving hope. These guys were running up the stairs just seeing them. You know, some people just say, man, I just saw this guy come up and he's like, you all right? checking on you and sending, you know, it changed, you know, it's like, okay, I can make this, I'm going to make it out of here. And then, you know, you just, you just never know.
0: Yeah. We're closing but, on that time, that, that point in the year too. But uh, yeah. Louie
3: was actually yeah
0: in, in New York during that, during nine 11. He experienced it firsthand. What, what, what was that like Louie? I mean, just,
1: it was pretty interesting. I liked your story and, you know, how about your family? What do you
0: think? Do you don't want to talk about uh, what you experienced during 9-11 at all? Or uh, not this old, week.
1: It's old stories.
0: Well, I mean, it's old stories, but it's it's very interesting. Because, I mean, the things that you've said to me before, I think.
1: Yeah, but when I already mentioned it so many times. Why repeat it? <laughs> because people people
0: enjoy, people enjoy uh I feel
3: they're tired of
1: hearing it. No.
3: Well, so, I'll, yeah. sh- I'll share mine. Um, like I said, I was in the Marines at the time. Uh, I actually have a journal entry from that day, and uh, I'll read it every once in a while. It's it's hard to look back at that because, you know, sometimes just telling the stories, uh, it's difficult, you know. Um, But I just remember the feelings and emotions that went through. You talk about hopeless, you know, feeling like it was a hopeless situation. You're looking at them, you know, from the time those buildings fell, you know, I mean, weeks, they were probably down there. Um, I went out there uh, that December or November, and I mean, there was still it was still boarded off. There was still smoke coming out of the out of Ground Zero. It was just, you know, I mean, it hit hard. I think it hit anybody that experienced it or saw it on live on TV. I think that was one of the first like televised, you know, disasters like that that was just seen by everybody around the world, all around the world. Yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you felt like, man, what is going to happen next? You just, and as a military guy, I'm thinking, man, we're going to, oh, that's it. You know, we're going to see some action. Something's going to happen. Um, just had that feeling of uh, on the precipice of something big, you know. And uh, so that was my experience. I remember just on the phone. Uh, I mean, everybody was on the phone at that time. But uh, on, on the phone, just listening to my parents you know, family talking on the other end. Um, I mean, it was just, yeah, just one of those times where you watch, you're watching the TV. I mean, I watched it until they went off the air that night. Um, and it was just, all, you, all I remember was lights and, you know, the personnel going through the, rubb- the rubbage and uh, just looking for survivors. And you're just like, man, I don't think they're going to find anybody. I mean, just watching the footage again, it just brings it all back. And they found, but they found people. You know, I mean, that's that. If anything, that gave us a little bit, uh, gave me a little bit more hope. It's like, well, there's still people there. There's still people. They're still rescuing somebody. And uh, so it vacillated between hopeful and hopeless, because you're just like, man, this is something big happening here now. You know.
1: I worked three blocks from it. Yeah, when it happened and yeah. i've been there twice when they boat when they try to blow it up the first time right and the second time yeah and it was pretty bad like you said yeah. it, it, we thought it was going to we be in an attack and first thing everybody was saying is that um we're going to be abated and yeah going to be attacked and everybody started grabbing guns and everything in new york and um I, it was hard Inside, and then I got to see people flying off the the twin towers because mm. they didn't want to get burned. Right, they jumped. Yeah, they rather jumped than get burned. Yeah, you know, and that's a sad sight. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you ever heard up, uh, seen or heard a person mm-hmm. jump from all the way up there and land, it's like a sack of potatoes. Boom. Yeah, and it was it was yeah it's heartbreaking it is i do like what you said there though
2: you said you know people felt like we were being invaded and they started grabbing their guns
3: you know <laughs> yeah.
2: and that was there was a, a famous line of, during world war ii where um these japanese generals are talking and and they're saying well we can invade the west coast of it, of of uh, the united states right and one of them comes out and says you can't invade america because that behind every blade of grass is a gun. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and this is a city that is against guns. Yeah, now and everybody had guns. <laughs> yeah. I just I, that just reminded
2: me that like I love that idea that concept. they like, okay, fine, we're gonna get invaded. Cool, we're gonna we're gonna hold this down.
3: I mean, you just look at it from like a third like third perspective, you know third person perspective. Just look at this country, and I mean, the news tells you. Everything. Well, this is, you know, the amount of guns and everything like that. And I'm like, go ahead, keep telling them how many guns we have here. Yes. How many guns per capita, per, per foot, yeah. <laughs> of square ground? How many people, how many guns we have per person? Because like they can those. go from one <laughs> gun to another to another. It's one of those things that It's like, you know, like Biden was, I think they, it was Biden and there's some other people like, well, we got tanks and planes. It's like, well, we had that in Vietnam and yet they still won right so you know but uh, yeah I I think I think the moment we I mean the moment we give any right away uh, is the moment where we we we'll start signing off on America as we knew it or you know as we I think we still know it it's just it's getting rough out there I know? love that you
2: said the the tanks and planes I love what he said that he's like you think you can take a government with you know, AR fifteens and when we have F sixteens and tanks and then all of these two A guys, all the two A guys were like, We we can have F sixteens. <laughs> 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 we can
3: pull some money together. Honey, get my wallet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see well, how, how, many, how many how much money does the Conservative Party have? <laughs> let's, let's see what we got. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's just pull money. Yeah. Pull I, money together from everybody. We're gonna
0: cra- we're gonna cash out all our investments too. We got crowdfunding for an M one Abrams.
2: <laughs> I, I've noticed that's so strange. We've noticed that all the manufacturing in America is everyone's working overtime suddenly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all the guys are volunteering for
1: overtime. Big go pot at the end of the week. There's no gun shortage. <laughs> I had a friend that he was saying, um, oh, we got guns and we could defend ourselves. He said, but yeah, but they got better guns. I said, that's when I told him, yeah, but we could kill them and take their guns and use it against them. You know? True. Hey, they
3: gave free guns to the Afghanistan people or, you know, the ISIS and yeah,
1: sure. Why not?
3: They'll, you know, they'll just feel like, they'll nah, do the right thing with them. Yeah, we'll just leave it there they
2: disabled all those things We're none of those right. things yet we carry around weapons of war in america i don't know the ar-15s here do they feel much like the m16s
3: no but i don't think it shuts shoots a lung out either there alan oh geez those nine I'm millimeter so sorry rounds. yeah i I'd, I'd hate to disappoint you on that one but just the percussion of it going past your rib cage. Yeah, I mean, the, you right. your back, everything's gone. from <laughs> I the hate it, that. I hate when that happens. <laughs>
0: yeah, what about when you put a you know hundred rounds in your nine
3: millimeter? You know, yeah, 100 <laughs> rounds. That's, what, that's what Biden. Well, I've to seen the hundred round banana clip. It just goes in a big circle. <laughs>
2: you know, it really sucks when a one nine miller one nine millimeter round can knock your lung out. But it like eight out of ten rounds to take down a shooter.
3: Right? Yeah, I think Beto O'Rourke said you uh, the the AR fifteen was built for Vietnam to take out guys with helmets. So, oh
0: yeah, that, that was a quote earlier this week. He said yeah. from from uh, from 400 feet away, or I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it was. I'm it pretty was,
3: sure. I'm pretty sure that caliber is not going to take out a helmet.
0: It was one Sorry. of the dumbest things I ever heard.
3: It's obvious. Yeah. The only thing he knows how to do
2: is
1: climb through someone else's window. <laughs> yeah. oh, says, he, he knows Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> Byton says shoot him in the leg. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: Yeah. so all you got to do is dance around <laughs> no, well,
0: you shoot somebody in the leg they're gonna probably bleed out there's some big old artery right
3: here <laughs> them right in the thigh well, see i got this whole <laughs> area up here and then i got this really thin area moving here. rapidly yeah very rapidly because <laughs> that's how they taught us in the marines shoot for the legs get the ankle Yeah, the target's down. There were two sticks sticking up. It's a zombie apocalypse.
2: (laughs) Where's the torso for this exercise? You don't need torsos.
3: (laughs) Aim for the legs.
0: (laughs) It's a zombie apocalypse. Shoot the legs. Shoot the legs.
3: How many have we had, sir? None. I'm just picturing, like, (laughs) if
2: we did actually get proficient at that, you have a whole world full of people just crawling around on their stomachs after a conflict with the U.S.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: It'll slow them down. We Wheel- send wheelchairs.
3: Well, they really need, you know, the wheelchair. The people who create the wheelchairs, kind of like the, you know, with the pandemic, you know, with the, you know, they they need to really sell it. So yeah, shoot legs. Yeah, that's that's how we train well, after people.
0: Every, uh, you know, get right. get China who be like Lieutenant Fine, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my legs.
3: It's because you ain't got any. <laughs>
2: There was a video I watched. Uh, I watched a lot of shooting breakdowns and things. Really? And uh <laughs> officer actually shot a gun Shocking. out of someone's hand, right? Uh-huh. And he goes, Thanks. Thanks for doing that. Now these idiots are going to say, We just got to shoot the guns out of their hands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Lone
0: Ranger rides a gun. I always <laughs> love oh, it was when they do that in the TV and the movies and stuff, and they're just shooting guns out of, out of people's hands, like a bunch of them. Like, yeah. Right and I was like,
3: uh, <laughs> and their hands are
2: fine.
0: No.
1: <laughs> Ow. <laughs> that stung a little. Typically when that
2: happens, you're missing a good part of that hand. Yeah, it's right? like George they in the didn't jungle. Hit, they really didn't hit the gun. No, <laughs> no.
0: Or is this what makes the George of the Jungle, you know, uh, nobody dies in this movie, just gets really, really big boo-boos. <laughs>
3: yeah, but it's going to be those hands that you see on the back of people's cars, you know, that they put on the wheel and chill wipers. That's the next targets you're going to see at the bottom. And they're going to wave. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the hand. Shoot the hand. Oh, my goodness. As you can hear it creaking in the distance. Yeah, right.
0: It's going to eat, not an aunt. Yeah. <laughs> It's going kind of like huh
3: huh
0: huh huh. huh. <laughs> oh my goodness!
3: <laughs> we went way off subject on that. I uh, think and, uh, no, I, I think, love I it. Think it's
0: fine. It I fun. love it. I love it when we when we just veer <laughs> no, off because
2: and that's Biden actually listening to a press conference. Yeah.
3: Um, huh <laughs> huh. That's when he figures it out. Oh huh oh huh. <laughs>
0: And what happens when they inject him with the memory juice? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs>
2: memory juice. <laughs> Juiced Biden. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that's not what I meant.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of having oh, no man. idea what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> this Here week, it comes. Um, Here comes the good news. From town hall. Uh, we're moving into the politics portion, if you haven't guessed that already. <laughs> uh, from town hall. Biden admits He has no idea what is in the Inflation Reduction Act. That is insane. Sorry. (laughs) It is insane. President Biden, former Vice President Biden, uh, is being criticized for appearing to admit he has no clue what is in uh, Democrats' massive Inflation Reduction Act, which will actually increase inflation (sighs) Uh, (laughs) and devastate the economy. Uh, What we're doing today, what we passed today, yesterday... Helping to take care. This is how he talks. Uh, take care of everything from health care to God knows what else. Biden admitted in Kentucky after touring the flood damage in the state.
3: That's that's good time an, to talk about that. That's an actual quote. Yeah, I actually watched the video, and it's that's what he actually says. God knows what else. That's a good time to Boy, talk about
2: that. Know. Flood damage, people displaced. He's like, hey, I don't really know what's in this whole thing. But you know what? These floods are bad, and we, we're we going to tackle climate change. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to print off more money. It'll take care of it.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Talk about your the bill that you just passed. I don't have a house.
3: <laughs> That's okay. We'll collect the wood at the end of the river and make money out of it. If you're talking inflation, I want a boat that inflates so I don't drown to death. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Thanks. <laughs> So Republican senators blasted its passage over the weekend on a party-line vote with with, uh, Vice President Harris breaking the tie. She cackled her way through that, of course. Mm. Um, The Orwellian-named Inflation Reduction Act will do uh, no such thing as a number of uh, prominent experts and economic uh, policy groups have indicated. Senator Ron Johnson, Republican, said... <clears throat> Quote The Penn Wharton budget model, the Tax Foundation, and the Congressional Budget Office uh, all, all found that the bill won't lower inflation and make it but and make it may make it worse. <laughs> the uh, the uh, IRS would more than double in size, unleashing eighty seven thousand new enforcement agents on American families. Let me say that again. Eighty seven thousand. And
3: arm them. Yeah. Armed. Oh, they're gonna be armed. Yeah, that's part of the bill. And it's not going to be an AR-15. Oh,
2: come on. They
1: goes to everybody's house.
3: They're the lucky ones that get the fully automatic handguns. <laughs> Give me all money. It's a shakedown.
1: Shake the down. Uh, the uh, nonpartisan
0: joint committee on taxation says that 78% to 90% of the revenue raised from misreported income would likely come to those making under $200,000. That's most of all mm, of us. Pretty much. Uh, that's uh, probably most of all of you. Yeah. Uh, it's probably most of America. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. It's going to affect uh, everyone. Uh, it's going to affect ninety-eight percent of the population,
3: and it's, it's, that's that's the middle class, the one that were the basically the blue-collar workers out there actually, you know, doing the heavy lifting. You know, you know what I
2: love about Joe Biden. You what love I, what
3: something I, about him. What I've appreciated. That's impressive. This
2: entire time. What's and that? I, and I love when it's like a year later and people catch this. You ever notice any cutoff? Any income cutoff? He applies, is at or is usually above or below, depending on how it affects the the people, $400,000. What is his salary, guys?
0: It's exactly $400,000. $400,000. Wow.
2: It always affects his first sets are like, everyone who makes above $400,000 will be impacted by this. Or everyone who makes $400,000 or less will get these savings. And I'm like, it's so funny how he always includes himself and most people didn't re- don't realize that right. and the very first time i heard him speak he made this comment about everyone who makes a bow forehead of that. like that's convenient
0: yeah. got to take well, care of the big guy well,
2: got to get that big guy that's what his wife told him to do <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> i will say though i've i've read most i've read most of that bill yeah. that was not great it was a 78 pages or something like that of course when i what i read it it was like 128 of the little pages right but a lot of people are saying it will. It's not going to dramatically increase inflation, um, nor decrease. Obviously, they said it's mostly going to stay. It will actually increase a little bit up front. It will decrease a little bit on the backside, but both. But mostly, it's just going to break even. It is literally just naming something something to get by, but it, it isn't going to drastically affect it high and yeah. low. We will see a little up, and then a little down, and then basically we're just breaking even at zero. Well, so, he was.
3: I think the original name was going to be the Equalizer Bill. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it, it was build Back Better. Oh, was it? It
2: was. And they couldn't pass like sixty percent of that bill, so they just said, Okay, you know how what? about this? Maybe he meant Bill Back Better. Yeah, there you go. Bill back Better. Because
0: we're all better. paying the bill. Yeah,
2: Bill. It's dra- I mean it's crazy. It's yeah. it is insane. Eighty seven thousand agents are gonna be basically tracking every
3: armed agents. Liberals. Yes. Just wanna clarify them. that that's they're gonna <laughs> exactly. be they're gonna carry guns and they are gonna be able to arrest people. Apparently, from what I've heard, and this is, I don't know if this hearsay, but uh, they won't need a warrant to arrest certain people. Oh,
2: that's great. They could uh, take over your furniture Oh, over anything. money.
3: Over yeah. money, guys. Money.
0: <clears throat> and they get to carry a gun. That's they, thats a good luck. You're trespassing it, on my lawn. They could take your furniture,
1: <laughs> anything that you have in possession, just to get their money back.
2: I will say with the news coming out yesterday with the, the kind of, I'm going to call him a lunatic, the guy in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm who attacked the FBI office there. He like, he, unfortunately, they always get on True Social. He's like, he tried to rally people on True Social. Then he went down and got in a shootout and he died. <laughs> but, but it's so funny because it's like literally they're like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to hire 87,000 more agents and we're going to arm them and you're going to make sure you pay every dollar and you're going to be held accountable, right? And this guy's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to come down here and I'm going to threaten you and I'm going to fire some shots at you and they're like, "Hey everybody, um I know what we said in the bill may have made some of you upset, but please, let's not have violence." Oh, you don't want violence? Oh, even with 87,000 like, extra agents that are armed, you don't want violence from a, a country of 300 million?
0: Yeah, well, where, you where do you know they? how this country was formed, don't you?
3: <laughs> where were they when the riots were going on? I mean, oh wait. Did they have riots? Oh no, yeah, those yeah, were, there those, were riots. Those, Oh right? no it so was. That was yeah. That Oh was, yeah yeah. No that was you know that was Happyville and like uh Woodstock. Yes. 2020, it was a, so we're far uh, 2021. Yeah.
0: But to go on taxes, I mean this country was formed because of a 1.2% yeah. tax increase on goods and services taxation without representation it was, it was really the I representation mean,
2: but we'll, uh, we'll we'll go with the taxation but, but you know
0: 1.2 <laughs> percent hike was the was that was the it was the end all be all
2: well I like and we're,
0: we're at what eight inflation's 8.2 right now
2: can i be fair here technically the working class who is going to take the biggest brunt of this uh, didn't vote for biden so they don't feel like they got represented so it is taxation without representation for those people
3: well, there were working class people that were working on the pipeline, though, that voted for Biden. I just want to clarify that, too. Because they didn't want to work? Well, I think they <laughs> thought he was going to protect him. Oh, okay. You know, the, no, we're not going to take weird jobs. And they believed him. And then immediately. He immediately. Was like We're closing I mean, it. First, first day.
0: You mean,
2: what? like, not
3: finishing the wall and, yeah, well, and then
2: getting rid of uh, no, medicine we're, markdowns? We're, just we're, to do clo- we're
3: actually closing in on fixing gonna be fully done i wrote the bill that's right <laughs> get vaccinated <laughs> get the booster we, we gotta make our money's worth out of it i mean i mean it's sorry it's good for you
2: you guys did see what the cdc did today right <laughs> oh no
0: yes re- reduced restrictions
2: reduced restrictions no more six feet if you're in contact with someone who has covid you no longer have to quarantine oh you mean that was still an act that, yep. yeah, yeah. that was still sitting around it was still
0: sitting around Newsmax broke oh, the
3: story at, that was still uh,
0: at 12.01, 1201 a.m. <laughs> I was up, and I, I had happened to see it come across my oh, wow. feet. Newsmax was
3: the first one. Well, it's a good thing we're sitting less than six feet apart then.
2: It's because of the CDC, and we're really appreciative right. we, we, of our overlords. It was fully six <laughs> feet apart
3: before.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's a camera trick. That's
2: yeah. Problem. It, it makes us makes look, us us look it closer. Us up.
0: It yeah. is, uh, six feet safe, five feet grandma killer, right?
3: That's right. Ask <laughs> <laughs> one you're taking You're taking out your whole family. Breathing on
2: everybody. When we act like since he since he backed Trump this week, we'll forget that he killed everybody's grandma.
3: <laughs> well, oh, you mean he's still a thing? Uh, when well, he's backing Trump, oh, apparently wow. this week. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> because he's angry. Because he's not. What was he again? Governor? Oh yeah, grandma killer. Yeah, that's what. He's always.
2: like, oh, I know how it feels when they go through your stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's no, the
2: worst Cuomo didn't
3: get rated He didn't get rated at all I don't think he uh, got rated Oh no, either. it was just accusations was It was it? just yeah. accusations And then eventually he, he left before they decided to start Because <laughs> the mafia's like No, we're not going to go after them yet You know yeah, <laughs> They were waiting He said, alright, all right, me like, and like, my Either you leave now Or we're coming after you Just warning you
0: He said, alright Me and my pointy piercings are out of here <laughs>
3: And his brother's out of broadcasting no, he's not. He's not. No. Oh,
2: he's a. He just signed a contract with um, some small news company, and he's doing. He's there's doing,
0: one smaller than CNN. There is. I can't <laughs> believe it.
2: It's actually about to surpass CNN. If CNN keeps doing what it's doing, no. Um, wow. I can't. I can't remember the name of it. I'm so sorry, but you guys can do your own research. My fault. Uh, but he, he actually got signed as Google. as the big name, uh, and he's basically. Doing a podcast from he's his gonna, house.
3: He's going to be the headliner. He is. Wow. Right. Yeah.
2: But he's yeah. He's basically doing he's a podcast broad- from his house
3: with a crew. Yeah, I was going to say he's going to broadcast from home. You
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Have
3: to
0: dig up Kurt Cobain, write the uh, song it it "Smells t- Like
3: Desperation." He's going to be on the twentieth floor of Trump Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, nope, not by choice. <laughs>
2: Hi, buddy. Hi. We we'll get you back in here.
1: <laughs> you guys are doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here,
0: listening. Well, you might you might, uh, might uh, want to jump in on this one here, Louie. It's coming from the Washington Examiner this week. Um, wounded Democrats worry FBI raid strengthens GOP fight against corrupt government. Um, Democrats who have faced their own share of rejection are warning that that the FBI raid of former President Donald Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago. State Mon- uh, Monday could negatively affect future political processes. Uh, both Andrew Cuomo, uh, talk, speaking of, who oh, wow. resigned as governor of New York last year after facing sexual harassment allegations, and Andrew Yang, former Democratic candidate for uh, for president and New York City mayor, wow, he failed twice. Um, have spoken against the FBI raid. Uh, let's see here. Uh, actually, quoting uh, Andrew Cuomo, he says, DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a, a search for inconsequential ar- archives, uh, or it will be viewed as a political tactic. It already is, bud. And <laughs> we, <laughs> undermine any future. Cross pre- that bridge already. <laughs> <laughs> credible inv- investigation uh, and legitimacy of January 6th investigations. There's no uh, legitimacy there either. Uh, sorry to tell you. Um, Yang, who in, in July announced the, the merging of his recently formed Forward Party uh, with two other groups to become the largest third political party, said he is, quote, no Trump fan, but cautioned the FBI raid could only embolden Republicans. How do you feel about that, Louie? I feel like
1: when you have the money, you could buy anybody off. And it looks like they bought off the FBI to go in there and do what they had to do. Mm. Now, the internal, the internal general, it, attorney, attorney general, yep. Yeah. Internal general, he got on there to speak, make a speech about um, to raise up his FBI, saying that they're doing a good job, they protect the country, they protect. A world from spies and all that, but yet they're over there doing the Democrats' work. And then he uses the race card. Oh, they 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 getting on me because I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh what kind of stuff so is that? So wait a second.
2: Huh. You you got hired to that position. So obviously, you know what I'm saying, like. Ah, people who are minorities can't get positions. He goes to the highest position. Ah, they're picking on me because I'm a minority. Wait a second. No,
3: you don't get both. You can't punch down.
1: Yeah, he said that they're, they're always picking on, on us Jews for some reason. I don't know why.
3: Well, it's everybody was picking on me.
0: <laughs> it was like, I don't even know how that you, you would make that connection. Like, what, what does that have to do with each other?
3: See, I think we're missing the big question, though. Maybe, Louie, since you're a New Yorker. You can explain why Cuomo is now, like, almost, like, coming off as pro-Trump. He never, never supported Trump.
1: No, he never did.
3: He, he I, I, I don't, everything I remember from him and his father before him, they were both terrible people. Um, and, you know, coming from New York State, and I think from New York City, you probably know it even better. If you look at the situation in New York... It's terrible. Job-wise, anyways. I don't know how New York City looks now, but... uh Terrible. Does it? It's bad. Do you have family still in New York City? Yeah.
1: Sister, mother.
3: <sighs> yeah. And uh then, they, again, going back to September 11th, you know, that was the place that, you know, I felt more close to my state and New York City because we actually traveled num- numerous times to New York City after 9-11 just because... I mean, it's New York City, you know, and just knowing what happened there and, you know, once they got everything cleared out and you can actually go and visit Ground Zero
1: and, you know. Uh, can You can't now. No. You go into the subways, anywhere around there, you're going to get robbed, stabbed, thrown into the tracks. And
2: they're going to go right back out on the street after they catch them, if they catch them. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, they're not going to
2: catch them. Well, the, well, they said, like, what Eric Adams was talking about, what the sky – Committed murder. They, he'd been caught and released thirteen times, you know. And this is
1: it's insane. And they don't write back out.
3: Then you had like the Chicago police being told by uh, the, the upper echelons in a in a in a vehicle pursuit of a shooting. Like people in the car shoot shot at somebody, actually killed somebody, and the police were about to pursue. And they and somebody called it off. And you heard on the radio where one of the police officers are like, "Man, this you know whoever it was, this police you know this police department is a joke." over the radio because it's like they just killed somebody why would we not go after that right and you know it's got to be worse in new york city from everything i've heard it's like eh, you know that's it's racist if you put these people behind bars but yet they keep doing bad stuff to people that are just trying to go about their lives you know we're talking you know the rich people don't have to worry about it cuz they're living the policy you know the don't have to worry about no. it no well now they are
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> they're getting hit too. They're getting hit heavy. You can't even have jewelry on in New York. Because if you do, you're getting robbed, you're getting jumped. Can you imagine
3: it. owning a store there at this point now? Because they can walk in and just grab stuff off the shelf and you just stand there watching because you keep, police aren't going to do anything. So why would you worry about it? I mean, even before this, people always told you if someone's robbing like a McDonald's or a gas station – if they were, well, first off, they're not going to get much money at a gas station. Most of the stuff is card, but it's like, it's not worth your life. You just don't worry. You know, don't, you know, call the police after it's said and done, but don't try to, you know, get violence. Like now they just, you don't do anything. And the and police then, aren't going to do anything. And,
1: they, uh. and the gangs <laughs> got bigger and yeah. more worse.
2: Well, I mean, to add to your Chicago talk there, sorry, Josh. I thought. No, you're good. You're good. You're um, July 1st, they actually made CPD stop chasing people on foot as well.
3: Mm-hmm. On foot as well. Yeah.
2: You, they, they ended police car <laughs> chases, uh, I think, in 2020. Wow. And then as of July 1st, Chicago PD cannot chase on foot huh. because it forces the criminal into a situation where they may have to escalate the situation. You're scaring them. Don't scare them. They're violent.
0: I guess it went from being law enforcement to law encroachment.
1: Right.
2: They're like, we can tell you the law. We just can't enforce it. Well,
3: at that point, I'd run for a little bit and then like, okay, coffee store, coffee and donuts. And watch it just fall apart.
0: I guess police in Chicago are just referees now.
3: They are That's not not okay. (laughs) Stop doing that. Flag on the play. No, I wag my finger at you. You see this yellow tape, buddy? You see this
0: yellow tape? (laughs) Stop or my
1: mom will shoot. Did you notice the sign says, no guns allowed? Don't bring those in here. But look what happened to that guy in New York. He stabbed that that dude that um, was robbing him. Now he's in jail. Yeah. (laughs) I don't (laughs)
3: get it, man.
1: For stabbing him. He's protecting himself from being robbed. Now he's in jail. He had to pay so many fines. Was that the bodega? Yeah. And now he's had to leave New York to go to back to Santo Domingo, which Santo Domingo was bad to live in. Mm. But he'd rather go there because New York is so bad.
2: Mm. Wow. You look over in Las Vegas and the same guy, and another guy does that. And there was like, yeah, okay, don't arrest him. He's good.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I believe that Trump was in New York. Um, we keep talking about New York. I believe he was in New York while his uh, home in Mar-a-Lago was being raided. He was. Wow. And so he was already complying with every single step. He even secured the room that they told him to secure. They he put a padlock on it just like they asked. Yeah. And
2: um, yeah. they heard he had a safe. That's yeah, why they yeah. That's so, why they launched into attack mode.
1: They And the uh, New York Post said that they went in there looking for documents that he took that makes um, nuclear w- uh, weapons.
3: Oh yeah, nuclear weapons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what the New York Post said that they were looking for.
3: But Is they say every president does this at yes. some point. It's called National Archives, I believe, where it's it's something from his presidency, and they create a library, and there's documents that are classified, declassified information that it's under their presidency. And uh, how many times has this happened prior to this? Never. N-
1: not even to Nixon. He, they never did that. Hillary. She got rid of her documents. They tried. Uh, documents.
0: <laughs> but no, she wasn't didn't. president. She bleached everything before they got there and, and smashed everything else with
1: a hammer. That, yeah. yeah. And they never put her in jail. And uh, they always or, or, or went in and raided her.
3: Yeah, we've we've seen this numerous times, and this is where people called it out. It's like with Trump, it's no holes barred. But there have been times where it's like, okay, we have some very serious questions. Like we go, we we'll, go to the Benghazi situation and the whole Hillary Clinton and the the emails that disappeared into yeah. the nether.
0: She said that she didn't know how to do emails, but she had a BlackBerry in her hand while right. she was sitting on the stand.
3: Right. So it's like. <laughs> that's just one situation in amongst a bunch of situations where it's like there was more severe or serious questions with regards to those situations that they should have done gone above and beyond what they actually did, but they won't touch them. And I just remember seeing, you know, a video of Hillary Clinton at the Benghazi trial and she was laughing it off. Like, <laughs> I don't got anything to worry about, but, and everybody was like jumping down the Republicans' throats like Trey Gowdy. I think he was one of the guys that questioned her at that time. And they were like, oh, you're just, you are just hate her, and you don't want to see her become the next female president and all this other stuff coming out. And it was like, no, we just have a lot of questions that we're not getting answers for. And it was like, and it just like someone pointed out, it's like very one-sided here where there's been, you know, the Hunter Biden situation, Hillary Clinton, multiple situations, Cuomo, it's like none of them got rated. But yeah, uh, who is it? Um, Giuliani, mm-hmm. he, got he got rated. rated. Uh, and Trump, yeah, that was. And there was nothing. They. How many times have they tried to come after President? You know, former President Trump, and he's. They found nothing.
0: Untouchable.
1: I'm. <laughs> un, I'm untouchable. <laughs> Teflon don. Anybody yeah. that was <laughs> Trump follow. Oh
3: That's yeah. I mean, you got yeah. called all sorts of names. And the news.
1: funny thing about it is like Biden just like he didn't know about the what was going to be in the and inf- in the um inflation. Yeah, the, the, the inflation, inflation bill. Inflation bill. Yeah. Reduction Act. Yeah. He didn't know what was going to ha- he didn't know what was going to happen about the rate. No, so he, he was on know nothing about it. He's and, on vacation with Hunter. Yes. Yeah. On the
0: plane, a hunter who flew on China? Air Force One, One or Russia while he's dealing with allegations and and, and uh, yeah, possible convictions in the future. So, uh, You're right, but if they'll do this to a former president, um, with 87,000 new IRS agents, armed IRS agents, what do you think they'll do to you? I just comment on that because I, I want to know. How you, what you think, about, I, I, I think I know the answer. Because <laughs> I know, I know how I feel about it. I know exactly what they're probably going to do. Um,
3: and the sum, and the, I think the sum of it is, it's not a left or right issue. No. It's a governmental, you know, overreach, government overreach Absolutely. issue. And I'm not, I don't care who you are, far, far left, far right, you know, middle, I, you know, whatever position you have as a government agent and you look at that and say, eh, no problem. That's a big problem because that's government saying, oh, we're not. What, what are we worried about? What are you guys going to do about it? You're not going to do anything.
1: Yes, They're not worried
3: about it at all. I think anybody who has ever voted, I don't care what side of the aisle you fall on or if you're, you know, outliers that should concern every American that's that has lived in this country. I think that's just a big thing, and like you said, who you know anybody's up for grabs at this point. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, they're Anybody. not worried about going after. A former president—they're not worried about going after yeah. little old me. I, or I you. think it's
0: time to start closing down government agencies, <laughs> especially if they have three letters. Defund
3: the, the FBI. The Libertarians
1: happy with this.
0: <laughs> it's libertarian. <laughs> I proof. like the sound of this.
1: If a Republican takes over, I hope he gets rid of everybody from the I,
0: FBI. You know, well, Republicans certainly—you uh, know—true Republicans certainly approve of it as well because smaller government, right?
3: Well, let's just do what we're doing now. Let's redefine what the FBI's purpose is. We're going to redefine that.
0: Speaking of redefining things, uh, (laughs) coming from the Daily Caller this week. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Bill Gates-funded nutrition uh, scientist says, Reese's cups are healthier than beef. Uh, A renowned nutrition researcher who set uh, uh, to advise an upcoming White House conference on hunger and nutrition previously released a study claiming that candy and cereal... Are healthier to eat than dietary staples like chicken and eggs. Okay, uh, Doctor Darush Mazafarian, uh, get a better name, dude. Come on, um, a cardiologist not marketable, <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 you put that on a cereal box. <laughs> I'm uh to name a street after that guy. Mazafarianos. Mez- um, comic book. <laughs> let's,
3: let's see. Let's let's see if Biden can say that twice. Oh, well, like once. In a row,
0: uh, he's a cardiologist and uh, dean at the Tufts University uh, Friedman uh, School of Nutrition uh, Nutrition Science and Policy. Uh, that I guess that speaks volumes to the Tufts University Friedman School of Nutri- Nutrition and Science. Um, <laughs> he uh, he's authored more than 450 scientific publications. Wonder how those went. And as a, uh, is a co-chair of the task force uh, informing the White House Conference on Hunger. Wow.
2: I got to jump in on this. Yeah, the nutrition and <laughs> health.
0: The, this is nutrition health. Uh, he also reported, uh, reportedly believes that Lucky Charms are healthier than grilled chicken breast. Yes! <laughs> so,
3: real quick. That's my, uh, that's my uh, dinner of
0: choice uh, oh, now. Love me some Lucky Charms.
2: Frosted Lucky Charms. <laughs> Reese's products uh, are sold in much larger quantities in Indiana than any other state. Yeah. So, everyone else in all other states, this is what peak male physique looks like because if <laughs> reese's cups are better for you than beef yeah and we eat more reese's products than y'all so yeah.
0: show your guns off louis show them what oh, reese's get, cups does get in there
3: do <laughs> that. that's that's all powdered good, sugar man. that's powdered sugar
2: corn syrup and chocolate right there baby. that's
3: right this is the best decision ever <laughs> i love this you know this is a, i'm very excited to be a part of this plan
0: Gonna peanut butter it up.
3: Yes, totally. Reese's Pieces, Lucky Charms, uh yeah, they they they're great. You know, uh, Frosted Flakes, everything, every day. No more meat. It's all going out in the garbage.
0: Getting them uh, delivered in the chopper.
3: In the chopper, my chopper.
2: I do wonder if this is just a. So is this a way to con- – I'm not a conspiracy theory person, okay? I don't want to come off as that. It's not my thing. Um, but I wonder if this is, like, the best way to mitigate the population is just go, hey, cram yourselves full of sugar. It's the best, even though we know sugar suppresses your
3: immune system. Oh.
1: No. Don't it bring diabetes?
3: On. Yes, right? <laughs> well, you know, you know, back when, you know, the pandemic first kicked off and people were like, oh, yeah, you need toilet paper just just no just loads of toilet paper you just need to get toilet paper i was like there was like i think there was just someone was like hey hey we need to get rid of some of this toilet paper we got too much in stock so just push that i loved when charman was like we're working
2: every single person we can as long as we can we're trying
0: i i remember my parents calling me like right right after the first covid cases were kicking off in the united states and they're like we can't find any toilet paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I said, what do you want me to do about it? I'm like, I, got, I got a bidet. I don't I don't, I don't have these worries. <laughs>
1: you know who's going to get hose. rich? <laughs> the
2: dentist.
3: Yeah, the dentists are going to love
2: this. And doctors. Yeah, oh, uh, and Bill Gates wouldn't be a part of any kind of, any of those things. Well,
3: he? he might have reinvested some money into the cereal business. So. Yeah, because, I mean, he owns a bunch
2: of farmland, right? Yeah. And then he's also invested in
3: pharmaceuticals, well, right? I think he's a tenth Irish. So. Ah, makes sense. Lucky Fro- Charms, Fro- Frosted Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, I love it. Also, bite,
1: didn't Biden bite stop a lot of the producers of, of the farmers? Told them to ch- uh, cut, no, just the uh, cut places, down,
3: just the places that produce meat. Mm. Right, that's why cereal's uh, coming. He in. He is now.
2: right, though. Farmers, so farmers get shut down quite a bit, and they got checks to not plant, mm. even if they because okay. So they were saying. Be, Because of Ukraine and Russia, we can't get fertilizer. Okay. So they're like, okay, because we do actually import quite a bit from that area. Oh, okay. Um, Even though most of the, I can't say it on your show, most (laughs) of the fertilizer should come right out of the mouths of the politicians in DC. Good save. And um, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So, anyway, so a lot of that comes from there. So they were actually paying farmers saying, hey, this is kind of a stipend since you can't get fertilizer. A lot of farmers who are old school said, "How about we get manure? It's worked forever." And then the the um, the FDA came out and said, "You can't do that. That's dirty. That's nasty. That puts uh, <laughs> fecal matter, E. coli, all that good stuff on of vegetables and fruits that people will be eating." Like, you can you, you can spray it with pesticides.
3: Made <laughs> right? You can spray
2: it with pesticides. You can spray it with herbicides. But don't you dare put cow crap on it. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean
3: it's but, more uh, see the, 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 the chemicals, it's more robust.
2: Yeah, and and spray, spray robust the mind altering the natural, chemicals
3: all over. Natural immunity. I mean and You're not gonna the, rinse the natural, it off. No, no. <laughs> no, just gonna grab all in it, right in yeah. a pile. Boom. The desanitization station. <laughs> that's what we need more of. You just dirt, you know, cigarette butts, you know. So
2: then they paid they paid these farmers to not plant. I mean, it's it's wow. insane. Yeah it's insane. And can penalize them if they do.
1: That's why the is coming in.
3: So uh, you mean the reasons. FDA is about as bad as the FBI? Yes. So if you got an F in the front of your name, you're you're no good anymore. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Federal government. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's like
0: connecting the dots there. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's oh, great, man.
0: Well, uh, Jeremy, you want to um, bring us into a closing prayer here, sir?
3: Uh, it's going to take me a lot longer than a minute. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, any, Yeah, I know we had some prayer requests mentioned before. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly, like I said, I do feel like, you know, we have to say what we have to say to protect what we have left because I think they've already started to take a lot of things away. And when I say they, I mean, not just Biden, I mean, there's a lot of people out there in power that are just, they're out to get everything that we that we hold dear. Freedoms, rights, you know, um, conspiracy theories. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there, but I think we see a lot of, there's always a nugget of truth in a lot of those things. That's, that's how they go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like going back to what we were talking about, you know, that's, we can live in fear of that, or we can, you know, be prepared for that, you know. Um, holding out hope for, you know, as Christians, we hold out our hope that the Lord's in charge. He's taking care of this. Um, and then we just pray for those who are, I think that's going to be part of my prayer, is for those who are actually in power, in you know, places of power, um, making decisions that this country, you know, we need better politicians, And I don't care where they come from as long as they're, you know, sticking to their guns and saying, no, we need to fight against this culture of just, oh, it's everything's just going bad. But uh, that's, I think that's where we need to be as a country. You know, write our politicians, speak our peace, find, you know, bipartisan ways of dealing with these types of things, you know. So, all right. Close it out, Dear Lord. We thank you for this time. We thank you again for all that you do for us. We thank you, Lord, for this country. We do thank you, Lord, for those people who serve this country, um, who try to protect us from uh, the the harm that uh, certain people are trying to do to our country and to the people that have made this country great. And so we just lift up those politicians who are sticking to the Constitution, who are trying to do what's right by the people, for the people. And so we just lift them up. We we know that uh, Revolver Broadcasting is a part of that, Lord, and we just ask you to be with each one who is a part of this, um, that you'd strengthen them, um, give them wisdom, help them as they do their part to speak to the truth that is out there. In all we say and do, Lord, we just want to give you praise for what you're doing, for what you're going to do. And uh, we thank you and praise you for all that we have uh, in this country, um, the things that we sometimes we take for granted, Lord, we're just very grateful. And in always saying do, we would just want to give you praise in your name, Amen. 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 Amen.
0: So that was our good friend and uh, guest, Amen. Jeremy Hess. Good to be here. Thank Thanks you for joining again us for having me. Always a pleasure. And next to him, host of Rodriguez Rants, our good Thank friend Louis Rodriguez. Louis. Definitely always a pleasure. And. <laughs> across from him you, you you might you might like him a little bit or maybe you love him I don't know one I mean, way or the other host of the Laughing Libertarian Alan McFarland maybe it's
3: mostly toleration I think it is a very tolerant <laughs> group we have yes very tolerant thank you thank you for tolerating to me and uh, <laughs>
0: thank you Josh I've been your host who enjoys his beef with his Reese Cups Joshua Cummins we'll see you next week
3: see you guys bye everybody bye